Let me tell you a little something about the chronic gals Just two best buds and their very best pals Talking about cannabis, that good, that tree So grab a joint and just spark with me Hey! Hi! Welcome to Chronic Gals! Welcome to Chronic Gals! New episode, new day, new week New weed New weed New well, weed Well, we've kind tried of the strain weed. before, but new batch New, super new batch Well, not super new this is, <laughs> Wow, that was... That was Awesome. Welcome to Chronic Gals. Yeah, that's my brain. Um, this was harvested 710. Oh! 710! What we're talking about, here, I'll let you in on the secret. <laughs> we are talking about Thick Wicket, or OG Rec to some, um, by Subdivision. They are awesome. Subdued extracts. Their shit's dope. Yeah, um, we smoked one of the Thick Wicket. Pre-roll. Was it a blunt or was it a pre-roll? It was a pre-roll, yeah. Uh, back in the episode where we try 15% joints. Yeah, and was that a, was the 15% joint. Oh, duh, 15% joint. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> blunt versus pre-roll, it was a joint. It was a joint. <laughs> but, yeah, that shit rocked us hard. Yeah. We got really stoned. And I was excited to see High End having had that. Wow. I was excited to see that High End had the flower. So I picked it up the other day. Yeah. Uh, posted about it and it's it's amazing. It's like sweet. It has a fucking frosty. Yeah, super frosty. Oh. And sticky. Did you say sticky sticky. or stinky? What did you say a second ago? I forgot now. See, it's working. (laughs) Yeah, it smells good. So highly recommend Thick Wicket again. Yeah. For the second or eighth recommendation. (laughs) Um but I hope you guys are having a great week. Yeah. It's Wednesday. Uh, we're happy to have you back here with us. We episode 13. just about to get into episode 13. We talk with Heather Dagley um, of Bud and Blossom, mm-hmm. which is a blog. Heather and I went to the University of Washington together, and it was more, it was like a mutual friends of friends. We met at parties. I think her house was a party house, and... Um, since then, just kept in touch for these past 10-ish years. And she recently posted on her Facebook that she was quitting her 9-to-5, making the leap, taking a jump into cannabis blogging full-time mm-hmm. and wanting to um, be a freelance writer. So she um, has been doing that. And once I saw that, I was like, oh, we need to have her on the show. Yeah, we definitely her. sparked her interest. She's on the same trajectory we are mm-hmm. so like-minded people for sure yeah she was so nice so it was really awesome having a conversation with her catching yeah. up learning about you know what she's up to mm-hmm. now um plus we ran into her at lemon haze yeah when we went that convention that we went to a couple, a couple weeks, weeks ago. ago that was so fun was so fun Learn- we learned so much so many things yeah we talk about it in this in this yeah. interview so we'll save it for that but it was um, awesome yeah. basically check out leafly's new branding oh like gosh. their new turp or their new strain um profiles yeah the cannabis guide yeah the cannabis guide it's awesome highly highly recommend it's so it's just so smartly cool. done yeah it's, it's really, really well done well thought out yeah so that's in the episode also yeah yeah we talk a lot we talk about a lot of cool things mm-hmm. it was a good one i liked it yeah me too 
Um, so should we just jump into it? Let's just jump in. All right, here we go. You guys ready? You have your you joints, your stash, your whatever bowl, you're smoking on. Your dabs, your edibles. We want to know what you're smoke, smoking, by the way. So whatever yeah. you recommend, uh, hit us up. Or send us a message on Instagram, the social needs, or tag us in your phones on the social needs. <laughs> <laughs> PC for PC. Um, all right, yeah, let's enter the session. Sweet. Uh, well, welcome to welcome the session. To the session. <laughs> We're here with Heather Dagley. Hi, Did I say that right? You got it. Okay, yes. awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. We're excited to have you be the first official session yes. member. Yes. Chronic pal. Chronic yeah. pal. Yeah. Session guinea pig. Yeah. Yes. Honored, you guys. Yeah. Thank and you so much. first travel. We traveled for you. Yeah. So we're this is a bucket of first. Double yeah. honored. Yeah. yeah. Well. No, we're super excited because let's, let's tell everyone a little bit about what you do. You yeah. have a canvas blog. Yeah. Um, you also newly work in the industry. Yes. Um, yeah. Tell us a little bit about yourself. So, yeah, I'm so excited to be like to have this platform and be talking about cannabis it's like so much fun to work in cannabis it's a dream come true essentially so yeah um since january of 2019 i've been working on my blog it's called budded blossom and it's really about how when we consume bud um it can help us blossom into the person that we always intended to be so it can help us deal with um, mental and physical issues that we're working through and it just helps culminate into an overall mindful well fulfilled life and I found that in my own experience and then I ultimately decided like I have to share this with other people yeah a lot of people already know that cannabis is so beneficial and yet there's so many folks that don't or they're mm-hmm. hesitant or they're like a little scared to try it so I was like, well, I'm an educated, professional young woman. Like, why not me to come out and, and talk about my experiences and hopefully Hell change some yes. lines? So, I love that. Yeah. That's it's awesome. Aligns with what we do, too. Exactly. Why we're here podcasting. And thank you guys for yeah. doing what you're doing. Like, every conversation that we can have around this, an honest conversation, it helps yeah. change some mm-hmm. lines. And it totally does. That stigma just goes down. So it's great. Yeah. Well, thank you for being here. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm also bud tending. So, mm-hmm. Um, I've really been learning a lot about uh, strains from actually your guys' podcast. And it's really helpful as a new upcoming bud tender because you want to be providing the best information to customers, but you might not always know. So um, I'm going through that right now. It's my second week bud tending. So stoked to learn more and go from there. Yeah. Well, that's good because we always need really good articulate, well-educated bud tenders. Right. It's Um, so important. It's so important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially for bridging that gap between the people who don't really know what's going on in the industry and, like, being in a store and is really intimidating. We've talked about this, like, so many times on our show is that it's just a weird... It's just a weird place. And even for us, it's a weird place. Yeah. For those who have been in the industry or know recreational cannabis, like, you go to a new store and it's a whole new playing field. Yeah. So, yeah, we just need... Smart people talking about the smart thing. Absolutely. So. We're here. We're yeah. here. <laughs> Hell yeah. We're here. And then beyond that, like, I just think it's cool to vibe with other women in cannabis. I like, think so, too. That's a whole new trend that's coming out. Like, oh, yeah. Um, you know, women have always been smoking alongside their male counterparts, I'm pretty sure. And yet it was like... 
just a little bit different. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like there's this added stigma of you're a girl smoking. And so I think it's just great when we can come out and say like, there's nothing to hide anymore. Like I'm not ashamed one damn bit. Like let's talk about it. What do you want? Exactly. And there was also that like stoner girl stigma. It was like either cooler than everybody else or like not as cool as everybody else. Yeah. Or it's like pigeonholed her into one type of girl when it's like every type of girl smokes weed or uses cannabis products in some type of way like recreationally medicinally (laughs) you know yeah yeah that is true yeah Yeah, i've seen women of all types right yeah and um it it is good to buck that we're not all the stony baloney like smoking blunts but i mean that's absolutely what some people prefer to do but Mm -hmm. you never know if someone smokes cannabis these days it's so true mystery it's fun yeah yeah and that's one of the fun things about working in the store is you Mm. see the huge variety of demographic of people who come in right yet the 88 year old woman who is looking for some capsules you know because she wants her joints to feel better and you have the 20 year old kid who 21 year old kid sorry 21 year old kid (laughs) I kind of said it but it got stuck anyway 21 year old kid who wants to get fucking stoned you know just get blazed off his ass Mm -hmm. so you yeah it's it's interesting to see the whole the whole what is that called zeitgeist I don't know. Spectrum is fine. Sounds good. I'll take it. I'll take it. Well, looking down currently, I'm seeing a lot of weed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We brought, we came prepared. We all came prepared. Um, Heather, do you want to name off the names that you brought? Yeah, sounds good. So, um, particularly for you guys visiting, I wanted to get something that seemed a little bit girly and and a sativa to kind of encourage our conversation. So, picked up this Fat Panda Hawaiian Golden Pineapple from across the cannabis. And Love it. haven't tried this strain, so I'm pretty excited. Yay. Yeah. So, it smells amazing. It, it yeah. really does. Yeah. Very like tropical and piney. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you? What did you guys bring? Um, we brought <clears throat> Purple Punch from RGL. Which oh. is for me classically like a kind of more sleepy stony that you really have. Yeah. But uh, we were told that this one in particular made the user chatty. Yeah. Okay. So we thought we might see what happens with that one a little bit. Yeah. I like chatty. Uh, yeah. Pri- this is their private reserve. Also, Hoof, I picked this up um, also from RGL mm-hmm. and made me laugh. Like, giggle fit <laughs> for sure. So. That's great. That's one of the best that. parts of smoking is that elation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's awesome. I, I was smoking something and I just like sat. I was at home and I was just sitting, just giggling at whatever I was listening to. Just like, what am I? This is just so funny. Oh, oh, oh. So yeah. Um, if we needed anything else, we also brought Palpatine pre-rolls from mm-hmm. Doc and Yeti. Yep. And Excite Bike uh, infused Turp Twister pre-rolls from Landrace Labs. Yeah. Uh, Saucebox. Sauce box. Sauce box. Sauce box. Sauce box is a bar in Portland. Okay. Sauce box. Sauce box. That is So, yeah, we got a lot of stuff on the table today. Oh, yeah. About to load up this bomb. Do it. Maiden Maiden Voyage. Jane. Yeah. I saved it for you guys. I'm so honored. Such a pretty pink, like, scientific beaker looking contraption. Right. I know you gotta get percolators and ice catchers. Yeah, ice catcher is this these things right here. Mm -hmm. Percolator 
Is this thing in here? Am I the twirly thing? Yeah. yeah. Does that sound right? Yeah. And then uh, holy down yeah, water chamber <laughs> base. Yeah, my husband ordered this from China after we moved into this house as a housewarming. Oh, nice. And he surprised me with it. And I was just like, oh my god, like I'm I'm enamored right it's now. It's so but, cute. Yeah. It should be quality bomb. How do you guys normally like to smoke? Do you use glassware? I think you guys like pre-rolls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pre-rolls are big. Pre-roll a lot. I also have my bong that I love to just rip off of, but I've been liking dabs a lot. Okay. Yeah. Try I, more into that. I have reached, I have taken enough dabs where I'm not as high as people think you mm-hmm. get when you dab. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, it's like more of a clear-headed I can function high, especially if I get the right sativa or hybrid. I like that. Versus flower, which almost always makes me like body heavy, you know, stoned. Mm. So um, I do enjoy my dab ring as well. Dab is so interesting because it's like nobody had that, like, you know, I know, I know decades kids. ago. Yeah. And now here's this thing that's like, it, it does get you high in a different way. It's like a yeah. whole new cannabis world. It totally is. I have like really yet to jump into that. So like, what a cool thing to look forward to. Yeah, yeah. the way you describe sounds awesome. Well, it's definitely would, cleaner for sure. Yeah, and I would totally recommend a nectar collector as okay. your piece. I mean, the bangers and stuff are really fun too because it becomes a whole. <coughs> you get thing. to see your melt shot, and it becomes you know just very pretty for aesthetic reasons but nectar collectors are cool because it's just a wand you can dip down and kind of control the dab a little bit that way okay um yeah nectar collectors and sad mine's great oh no time for a new one i know upcoming christmas christmas yeah maybe we'll see no that's great yeah cool yeah yeah i smoke everything (laughs) all things i love it yeah you guys Uh, like edibles Sometimes, sometimes, time yeah. and place. Yeah, yeah, I like them for like concerts or music festivals <coughs> or outdoor things, hikes, travel, mm-hmm. travel. Yeah, mm-hmm. good on an airplane. Yeah, oh, it's already in your body. Right, mm-hmm. and you can like cut. Traveler tip: You can cut <laughs> like all of the edibles out of each of its freaking packaging mm-hmm. and like put it in like a ziploc and throw it with your other snacks and your yeah. Just got. It's not that much. Yeah, exactly. It's not like labeled. THC! THC! Yeah. So, it's like such a good way to promote it to people, too, who are like on the fence. Like, I feel like, yeah, if they're like, oh, like, flower can be scary for someone who's still, they know that cannabis is legal and it's okay now, but they've got that propaganda in the back of their head. They see the green and that might be too much, but if you give them this delicious, like, pomplamousse infused, like, utopia drink or whatever, it's right. like, well, that's super accessible. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm, okay. You know, yeah. so. The, you can, sorry. sorry. <laughs> that we saw at oh, um, my gosh. Lemon Haze, I'm totally forgetting wave, wave edibles. edibles. They look like C's candy. They were just confection. Oh my gosh. They looked beautiful. They tasted amazing. Did chocolate cookies and like caramel, like sea salt chocolate caramel. Yeah. Oh my gosh. They were really good. So like the person who is scared of buying a bong or like rolling a joint or is scared of like, or not scared necessarily, but like not unsure about like smoking a joint. Show them one of those. Right. Show them, the, yeah, the drinks are really good mm-hmm. ways of getting into it. So, we just got these uh, pumpkin white chocolate edibles. 
spike oh, cornerstones oh, yeah. in Tacoma House of Cannabis. Yeah. And, um, I just started keto again, so I'm like, ah, I should have had one of those before yeah. I started, but maybe like on Thanksgiving or I, something. They have sugar. That and, brand has sugar-free oh, stuff. Do I don't know if they're oh, having that one in particular, but they do have sugar-free. Awesome. <laughs> Cornerstones, if you're listening, yeah. I will eat yeah, keto. Keto. Right. Oh my gosh. Oh, keto, keto edible. Hey, yeah. yeah. That's, Whole keto world. Yeah. Paleo keto. Like, let's get on on that. Edibles. Yeah. 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 Yes. There's so, I mean... The cannabis industry is awesome because there's literally so much, so many new things yeah. that are happening, All and the time. every industry is an industry in cannabis. Yeah, which is so cool. Wow. <laughs> How do you guys stay on top of all the changes and the trends? Like working at the herbery is probably a helpful way, but yeah. like I don't. Do I'm do? on Instagram. Honestly, <laughs> no, no yeah. that's a good out way yeah. to learn. Instagram, I think it's the only really real tool that I use to stay yeah. hip with the kids. Oh, that's a good <laughs> one. No, I'm not that hip. <laughs> <think> you're hip. <laughs> yeah, and for me, it's definitely work. It's because yeah. I work at a store. It's right. like I have to be up on the compliance. I yeah. have to know what we can do, what we can't do, especially in what in terms of what we say in the marketing realm. Yes. Um, That's key. Yeah, and then even what our competitors are doing, what's happening in Portland, because our shops are right on the border. Uh, so we get people from Portland into our shops all the time, and our customers travel to Portland all the time for That's stuff, cool. too. So we have to be, I have to be pretty aware. I was thinking of that this morning. Like, here in Tacoma, we're, like, you know, halfway up the state, like, Everybody's super just focused on Washington, obviously, mm-hmm. the 502 market. Yeah. But down there in Vancouver, it's like, and, and every state right now is its own little cannabis universe because right. we're not sharing laws and best practices. So right. that's like, you know, probably more for you to keep track of. But at the same time, like you can pull from the best of both worlds. Yeah, no, it's true. But it's interesting because our market, everything is cheaper in our corner mm. of Washington okay. because um, it's cheaper in Oregon. So, in our stores, you don't see a pre-roll for more than $6 a gram. Wow. You know, unless right. it's infused. Infused ones are different. But when we were up here last week for Lemon Haze, mm-hmm. and we went to Clear Choice, their uh, pre-rolls were eight fifty and nine dollars I mm-hmm. think. I think so. Which in my in our store would have been six. Yeah. So, it's, it's also interesting That's seeing funny. those differences. Oh, yeah. It is. Hmm. Yeah. And as a consumer, that's an interesting thing. Like I did honestly, when we bought the the joints, I was like, "Here, take my money." <laughs> Not even paying attention yeah. to what like the prices were at all. But yeah, because yeah, Ashley was like, "Yeah, that was a really expensive joint." I was like, "Wow, we don't know." <laughs> it's a really important buying factor for mm-hmm. a lot of folks, like especially in Tacoma. I've definitely noticed mm-hmm. that it's. Price is important for, for how yeah. the product is. Price, it depends, or it's going to dictate how it moves. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Weird. Cool. Yeah, it's interesting. I'll, I want to come down to the Herbery and, like, check out the scene down there. Yeah. A lot of the different companies, too, like, that I've met, like, a lot of people are growing out of Vancouver. Like, it seems to be a booming spot for, for yeah. all of this. It's it the hidden gem of Washington yeah. State. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Nobody yeah. knows, but it's cool down in Vancouver. It is. Yeah. yeah. Come down. It was so funny. Like, uh, so Ashleen and I met at UW. Mm-hmm. Um, we both went to school in Seattle, and I had never known anyone from Vancouver, Washington. Like, I think my cousins lived there, like, for a year or a few years when I was a kid. Yeah. So then I went to school in Seattle and met, I would say, 30 people that grew up <laughs> in Vancouver, Washington. Like, yeah, and I, really and it was just like, where is this <laughs> magical place? And so I ended up going down for, like, Christmas with some of them. And, yeah, I love yeah, it. I yeah. feel like I'm... I know it, even though I've only, you know, visited a few times. Yeah. 
It's gotten even better since. It then. really it, has. Yeah, lots of breweries, lots of coffee shops. Hell yeah. Really works in one of the good yeah. ones. That's good. Good yeah. for you. Uh-huh. Yeah. I love that. I mean, I'm sure some people hate this, but the and and there are implications too. I'm not saying this is solely just a good thing, but that hipsterization, like mm-hmm. you know, you can really mm-hmm. revitalize a neighborhood by like putting something attractive there. And yeah, totally. Absolutely. I love a good brewery with like some bistro lights overhead. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, hang out oh, with friends. Vancouver's a stay for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now we just need canvas lounges. Like right. that's a big thing that oh, I really want to see. Yeah, I'm waiting. It's yeah. gonna be great. Slash working on it. Yeah, <laughs> good. Whatever we can yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. No good. It's gonna make that happen. Man. Yeah, that's gonna happen. I, I think the canvas so lounges is trying to do some stuff. Yeah. yeah, it is so important. Like it is. We so I am new homeowner, but you know I was living in apartments in Seattle for. 10 years mm-hmm. and you can't legally smoke flour in there and I know people right. do but mm-hmm. think about the risk that puts you um, in when it comes to like rental agreements and stuff like that yep. so those po- people need a place to go and smoke a J or yeah. hang out with friends and then I think it encourages like really healthy conversation like mm-hmm. you get high and you talk to people like real ideas come out and real collaboration oh happens yeah. and right now that's just I mean it's happening in homes it's happening right here but it, we need a public setting for that kind yeah. of conversation, too. Yeah, totally agree. And for big groups of people to come together, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like we foresee event spaces being a huge thing. Yes. Like places where, you know, you can go and listen to a talk or learn something yes. or watch um, a concert or watch a movie all together and just passing joints around, you right. know, like that's... That's awesome. That's that's just goes back to the heart of the cannabis world. Yeah. Exactly. It's that community aspect. I love yeah. that. There's something about, like smoking a joint and passing it to somebody or hitting the same bowl piece as somebody and like sitting in the same circle and we've all sat in the cir- in circles where we've like had our own thing to smoke and we've only o- only smoked our own thing yeah and that somehow seems like so disconnecting to the yeah. people around me yeah. and every time I've done that I'm like this is weird <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore like I'm, right. I'm out because yeah. I just want to like connect yeah and that's like the beauty of this like plans and it connects us all to everything it yeah. really does so. it's awesome yeah. yeah I think like when we look you know macro scale here when we look at what's going on with with people and like the divisiveness and mm-hmm. um you know, I try to be compassionate to all, but I, I have moments where I, I see people as the other and I have to remind myself that I shouldn't do that. But then you smoke and it kind of dissolves some of those mm-hmm. barriers. Totally. So like those lounges are just going to be hopefully a step toward greater sense of community and mm-hmm. like, let's just be nice to each other. Right. <laughs> That's all I want is for people to be nice That's to each other. So like, hard. Yeah. It, yeah. I think, I think the answer is yes, it is hard yeah. for some reason, like yeah. from what we're seeing, but, um, cause we have so many blocks up and we're not we smoking do. weed. I know. Yeah. When we smoke weed, those blocks come down. <laughs> ego, man. Like yeah. ego yeah. is such a big, dangerous, yucky oh thing. Gosh. And like ego dissolution. I think we could all do a little of that. Yeah. From time to time. It's, it's I helpful. agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Wow. So tell us a little bit about where your journey with weed started. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's great. So um, I, I started smoking as a 16-year-old, and I wasn't really planning to do that. Um, but Smoking weed? Smoking cigarettes. Smoking weed. Smoking yeah. Okay, yeah. Just to clarify. <laughs> and I was a student athlete, and I definitely, like, was a straight-A student and heard all the propaganda and was nervous, but... Um, I had a great group of friends and I, I kind of was introduced to it through that and 
we had some really fun times. Like, and I do not advocate for teenage use. You know, when I have children, I want to encourage them to wait and, and wait until their brain is um, maybe more fully developed. And yet I can't change what my experience mm-hmm. was. And that was smoking as a teenager. It was fun. And mm-hmm. um, I would even see instances in my life where it was helping, like coming home and doing my homework mm-hmm. instead of going out and partying suddenly sounded like a more fun thing to do. <laughs> and like it had been a while since that was the case. So um I saw that, but I also didn't really listen to myself saying, you know, this cannabis is helpful to me. I just thought, oh, I shouldn't be doing that because that's what everyone told me. And mm-hmm. through college, I smoked with friends. It actually introduced me to one of my best uh, roommates from Vancouver, Washington. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it just created this closeness with a new group of people. So that was really wonderful. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up kind of leaving cannabis for a while Mm -hmm. Um, I wasn't smoking it Um, I think I just I don't know what happened it was just like one of those moves and transitions it's just not something you do anymore and uh, my husband wasn't smoking either we weren't married then but um, I ended up reincorporating it into my life years later when I was going through like severe burnout at work Mm -hmm. I got into the corporate industry I was actually working in the chemical industry so by the way, I get all the feels about working in cannabis because of all these compassionate things we've been talking about, and I got none of those feels in the chemical oh, industry. Yeah, like, I believe it. I can't Ooh. imagine that. And so, like, the cognitive dissonance mm-hmm. was like, oh my gosh. And I was working my butt off, working towards something, though, that ultimately wasn't, like, uh, in alignment with who I am. And so, fast forward years, I'm feeling super, super burnt out, and then I lost uh, my best friend. She passed away in 2015, and so cue all the grief and and, um, really everything. And I just hit a low. And at that point, I went on to antidepressants, which I have since weaned off of using cannabis. Um, And then I just started to use cannabis with greater frequency. And it did a number of things for me. It calms down my anxiety, which I've always had intense anxiety which I guess I didn't really even realize until like two years ago. But right, until you, you start smoking and, weed, and yeah. you're like, oh my gosh. This is yeah. a way that life could be like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Right. And so that helped a lot. Um, I was uh, using cannabis more than drinking, and so I was able to like lose weight and get more into working out and things like that. And then beyond that, like it, it got me in tune with who I am and what I want. And uh, it kind of helped me work through those supposed to's like, oh, I'm supposed to get that promotion Mm -hmm. or I'm supposed to, you know, have a relationship that looks like this. And it helped me move past that. Um, And ultimately, it told me the plant told me, like, maybe you should write about this and like really share this message with others. So just so many things. And yeah, so it's really been an arc, I would say, over the last 14 years of using. Nice. Nice. That's awesome. That's a great story. Thank you. And then, like, another thing that was um, really compelling to me, I knew that cannabis had helped me, but then, um, so my friend that passed away, she died of opioid addiction. Mm-hmm. She she grew up here, but then she moved out to Ohio for a while and got worse, and she died, like, right as things were really swelling. 
with that situation. Like, yeah. oh my gosh. They say 33,000 people died in 2015 in America. Wow. And she was just like one of those people. And so, um, reading more about cannabis and cannabis science, mm-hmm. there's all these doctors doing trials about how cannabis can help with opioid misuse. And there's like so much promising evidence. And there's all these anecdotal stories. Mm-hmm. I've talked to some, even like here in Tacoma, Sanjay Gupta's documentary is really good for, for walking through some of those anecdotal stories but I was like holy crap like it helped me and it can help others like Shannon like I have I can't ignore this I can't just sit on this information like the time is now to talk about it so that's a big part of my why for sure it helps when I get anxious and I'm like I don't know if I want to do that you know it's hard you guys understand as creators like you have wins but you have moments of like out, um, yeah. but that always pushes me forward. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. That's so inspiring. Thanks. I appreciate it. Really it's cool. Thanks. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's cool to see other people coming out and saying it too. Because we talked about this on Facebook just a little bit when we were messaging. But to even tell your community around you, yeah, that maybe never knew that you were a cannabis user, right. to literally tell everyone, not just your parents, but like. Maybe your grandparents and your parents' friends or, like, yeah. people that knew you as a baby. Like, all of those little relationships yeah. have their own, like, and you have to continue that. It. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you have that conversation over and over. So that held me back for sure. Yeah. And I was, like, not even sure if I should share my blog on Facebook. But I'm happy to report that I'm just, like, going for it these yeah. days. Yeah. You have to do this. Yeah. I mean, I don't yeah. want to say fake it till you make it. But it's right. more like just push the fear and post it anyway. Yeah. And I mean, that's definitely something that we yeah. can relate to because oh at some point we were just like recording episode after episode where we just weren't getting the format right. Yeah. And finally, like, we're like, okay, we just, even if this isn't right, we need to start posting these and we'll find our flow yeah. and it'll, it'll just happen. Exactly. So yeah. it did. I mean, mm-hmm. so far we're, I feel like we've been finding at least some sort of groove. Yeah. And yeah. that's working for us really well. Good. And, um, the rev is See where it goes from there. Exactly. You know? yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Consistent. And like if it's if it's true to who you are, there's something about like, this is who I am, this is how I'm presenting myself. One, if you don't like it, then you get out of my freaking face. Yeah. Like that's Go your own else. issue. Yeah. <laughs> and if you too if too if you do like it and you can connect, then let's have a conversation. Yes. And like come into my circle and like hit this, you know. Yeah, like, except that's a key yeah, part. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So there's something really liberating about just like not even caring about those people who like your parents' friends who have this like, oh little baby, whoever. Yeah. Like you're standing in your worth who you are. Yeah. Like truly yeah. knowing what you want to do and you're explaining it and it's like, yeah. you know, like, and then their opinion honestly truly has, don't right. really matter. I had this experience true. with my godfather where he came, he and his wife came to visit our parents, and I was able to sneak away <clears> from work for lunch with them. And they were just kind of asking me what I did. And I said, oh, I do marketing for Canvas. And, you know, I've got these different things going on. And we it just it started, opened up a conversation about CBD. Because I think nice. at the time, CBD had just been legalized. Yeah. Or no, I think, um, no, what happened was the um, CBD, the first part, CBD pharmaceutical um, was approved by the FDA. Epidiolex was approved. And so we got into this whole conversation about that. And, I mean, growing up, they were very, not very Catholic, but they were religious. Mm-hmm. And... You know, all of the grown-ups in my world were religious. And, like, we yeah. just, I'm not going to talk to these people <laughs> about that, you right. know? And um, you're redefining boundaries at this point with them. 
Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But now, you know, they have a new perspective on what CBD means to people, what it's all about. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's just about changing the stigma, again, one person at a time. That's so cool. So, like, doing that inspired me to come out of the cannabis closet more and more, you know, so. And you'll find, like fans in your family or friend base that you don't expect to find. Totally, totally. That's been a little weird for me. Um, I have some family members who are pretty conservative, and and they were kind of like the ones in the back of my mind that I was worried about when I came out. I was like, oh, what are they going to think? And they've been vocally supportive. And so I'm just like, hell yeah. Like, okay. like And and like you said, Riley, you know, you don't want to rely on that too much. It's about going your own way. But it, it certainly helps to have people in your corner. And, um, yeah, uh, that was a big thing for me is what are people going to think? Yeah. And I can tell you that when I left my well-earned customer service manager job, like, people thought I was crazy. Like, yeah. you're going to go write about cannabis. That's crazy. Like, you're yeah. throwing your career away. And, and, and so that would... I get my feelings hurt yeah. and I feel down about it and then I just had to realize like mm-hmm. it's not about them no this is about me trying to do what I was put here to do mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't get to do that no. right so why not try you yeah. know yeah. yeah absolutely and you might be that person to help like make the connection for somebody else that doesn't really understand cannabis you I know like so. you're that trusted person in their life that's like, oh man, Heather or Ashleen does it, then it's they get their shit done. Like yeah. clearly yeah. they get their shit done. Right. So maybe it's not so bad. Right. right. Mm-hmm. You know? Exactly. Yeah. So it's key that, that women like us continue mm-hmm. to speak out. Mm-hmm. Do your parents know they smoke? They do now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um <coughs> they they knew they picked up on signs when I was a teenager and I was like, certainly not okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And we didn't like full on talk about we kinda did. Yeah. It didn't go well. It was not a, like a happy topic. Right. And then in college, they'd kind of, my mom would, like, laugh, you know, like, I saw so-and-so's bong by the front door. That's pretty funny, you know. (laughs) She wasn't like, yeah, like, continue to do this. Um, (laughs) Right. Yeah. Even now, I think they're starting to see, like, okay, Heather's pretty serious about this. Like, this isn't just going to be, like, a phase. Right. She's she's going all out. And so they're supportive in that way. And, um... And yet it's still kind of weird. There are boundaries to it. I can send them a radio spot where I'm talking about cannabis and they'll listen and they'll be proud and they'll share it with their friends. But then if I can't light up a joint in their front yard, you know what I mean? Like there's an element. I pulled some bud, like a sample from work out of my purse the other day. And I was like, look at what I got from my new job. Like, they're like, Uh you know, there's like, there's limits. Yeah. Yeah. What about your guys' experience? Like you're both doing this, which I think is, they should be, I mean, they are proud, I'm assuming, but yeah. 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 I think that they're proud of the human beings that we are. Yeah. Yeah. If we could have gone about it a different way, I think they would have preferred that. Okay. (laughs) But like growing up, we had the same kind of experience. At least I guess I'll speak for myself. I had the same experience where it was just, um, you know, you don't do weed like you don't do drugs you just don't it's not something that you do because you will not become a protective member of society right if you do drugs you know and so i wasn't even interested in it for a very long time and then in when i was 20 i think i 
took my first hit with her and nice. from there it was like well what I had spent a lot of time with people who did smoke and I it took me like I don't know maybe nine months to a year just to see like this is what stoner dumb is like mm-hmm. it's just you sit and you play video games and you watch TV and you hang out with your friends and you go to music you know concerts and things like that and it's you know not that big of a deal so then finally I got comfortable enough to do it and uh, I forgot where I was going with this whole thing but they didn't know they didn't know for a very long right. time it was a very underground secret thing and when I started working actually I don't even know how they first started how they first found out oh dude so yeah go <laughs> take it you're all <laughs> so yeah so I started smoking when I was 17 okay and they probably didn't know until the summertime of eight of when I was eighteen. I mean, I could only imagine. We didn't talk about it though. Yeah, like nobody talked about it. Um, came home from college or something, and my, my mom found a pipe. Mm. I don't know something along these lines. Mom found evidence of me smoking. <laughs> Whatever. Didn't. It was always like Do you. Shouldn't do it. Yeah. You shouldn't do it. Nothing really happened. Like they took it. They had the like. Mm, I'm disappointed. Talk. But I came home from college and I was like, I was smoking a lot. Oh, yeah, I'm duh. happy. I'm depressed. Oh. I hate my situation. Yeah, college is hard. Yeah. College is really hard. <laughs> and I was just like, I yelled at them and I was like, I smoke a lot of weed. Duh. How can I forget that? <laughs> I oh I don't know. Um, <laughs> And it happens like that sometimes when you gotta just yeah, come yeah. out and like bury your truth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And That's still, they weren't like, you need to not do that. It's really, you know, like they were, they just didn't really do anything. Yeah. So I could express disappointment. Yeah. So I just continued to do it because it was something that made me happy and got me out of bed and like made my head feel good about itself. Mm-hmm. And then. Yeah, and then, then one what day, happened? One what? day I started working at the Herbery. Hi, I'm going to work at a pot shop. I'm going to butt-tend. And that was that. <laughs> awesome. But it was, they never, like... My mom, had, mom like, works at a job where she has to have a clean background for the work that she does. She oh, does sure. background investigations. Yeah. So she has to make sure that her image is clear. So right. it's been something that she's been quasi-resistant to for a very long time. But has recently come around saying like, oh, maybe when I retire type things, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. I might try an edible or yeah. things like that. And um, so I'm like, mom, you just got to sleep. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, just have to, I know what you need. It's yeah. just a good sleep. night's sleep like, yeah. for a week. And, and you weed can help you do that, <laughs> yeah. you know? And then, that moment will come where yeah. you yeah. get to experience this with her. I, yeah. I, 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 I have the patient for it. Exactly. Yeah. You can't force her into it. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's basically like we're all out of the closet, uh-huh. but it's not really, it's it's not their ideal, Yeah. but they're not going to say anything. Sure. Unless you hear this, you may not even hear this. Yeah, <laughs> well, probably hear this. Someday. <laughs> I know, but it's like, I don't know. They'll say things that yeah. of disapproval. Sure. But I mean, I was okay. sitting at the dining room table. And just like blabbing about lemon haze and how all the knowledge that I learned yeah, and yeah. all the terpenes and all the yeah. things and the cannabinoids and it attaches to the endocannabinoid system. <laughs> like spinning science yeah. at them. <laughs> and my mom 
slowly gets up from the table, uh-huh. does the dishes. I'm like <laughs> laughing about just totally Irish goodbyes. Just wanders up the stairs. <laughs> Like, this is over overload. Yeah. Like, I don't know what to do this yeah. right now. I'm just gonna exit the situation. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> and then dad was like, I'm gonna interrupt you really fast. Mm. I just don't like the way you guys smell when you come in mm. from smoking. <laughs> and I don't know why you don't smoke outside of the backyard. <laughs> okay, Didn't we will. Oh, yeah. sure. Well, I do now. Yeah, but it's weird. Go. I don't know. It's still a weird situation. Yeah. But it's like, they're coming around to it because they're f- we are forcing them to. Yeah. It's just in their world now. Yeah. I try the same approach a lot. Like, I, I just talk openly about it as if yeah. I were, you know, like, I went to an event. Or, yeah. oh, I just got like to drinks with my friend. Yeah. 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 And they're like, oh, how? Oh, 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 huh? And then it's like <laughs> kind of a, mm. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Which is fine. Like we were talking about, like, on their terms. Like, yeah. It, I'll, 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 I'll force it in my soft, directive way, but, like, I'm not going to be like, you have to smoke. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, they'll come. They'll honestly, yeah, they'll figure it out. I know it'll be interesting when I do have children because, yeah, you know, I intend to. uh, I don't. I don't know how I'm going to incorporate that into my life yet, but I I intend to write about it, like that intersection of cannabis and and motherhood. So um, I I know that'll be like a whole new chapter in in me discussing with my parents about my Mm -hmm. use, like. Uh, I'm sure it'll go from panic to understanding and everywhere in between. So, yeah. It's a lot of eye rolling, too. Uh-huh. I can confirm that. <laughs> I can look forward to that. Yeah. 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 Okay. I mean, your parents may be more strong than ours, but there's a lot of, uh, did you talk to your doctor? Right. Yes, mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, when I, when I decided to do this, so when I came out or I <clears> quit <throat> that job and I decided that I'm blogging about cannabis and all that whole transition which was rough like yeah I, I gotta be honest that was really rough but so so important for me to start living in alignment with with more truth like I know that sounds like really woo-woo but I was like I just gotta do this um no I think that's really great I think that there's not enough of that yeah and it's scary and like I I mean I'm lucky to have been supported by my husband through that process and it's not like I could have done that at every point in my life but it made sense right now but I wrote an article that was like the very first cannabis article I wrote was Mm -hmm. about how to come out of the cannabis closet cool and like how to talk to your parents and how do you talk to employers or if you like straight up camp because some people have to keep that clean like squeaky Mm -hmm. clean record and I hope that the definition of squeaky clean record can change and yeah. evolve as all this changes because, um, you know, I think companies that don't let their employees smoke, like maybe they're doing a disservice to their, their company. I know that right. yeah. even in the corporate world, like I hit my vape pen, get on my spin bike and like come up with some bomb ass ideas yeah. and then implement them. Totally. Like they need innovation, right? So why are yeah. you taking away can you know? Well, even yeah. if people are, you know, they're just taking a nighttime capsule to sleep, yes. you know, and they're not right. even smoking it recreationally, but right. they find that they actually benefit from sleeping better with mm-hmm. these things. They would still pop on a drug test, yes, and mm-hmm. potentially lose their job, which is yeah, which is silly because that's just only making them better, right. a better worker, a better worker right. for the company, right? Yeah, I, I definitely think that. I mean, that's going to take a lot of data to prove. I think to like a big corporation, but like 
definitely. There are stats coming out that talks about like workplace absenteeism goes down among uh, cannabis consumers. Like they're yeah. less likely to be hungover because they weren't like pounding beers the night before. Yeah. Like, and that that could be someone's reality. So right. yeah, it's, it's definitely a topic that I hope continues to to bloom and, and be discussed. And blossom, <clears throat> bud and blossom. Bud and blossom. <laughs> yeah. That's my very feminine take on cannabis wellness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, as you can see by our brand, we have a quite a girly take on it. I love that. Yeah. I think it's great. You gotta be you. Yeah, you know? totally. We talked about this at Lemon Haze a little bit, but like, you have to just show up how you are. I was mm-hmm. telling you guys, like, when when talking to men in the industry or like big tough vendor guys or whatever you know sometimes I have <laughs> yeah this, right like there's a type I have this <laughs> tendency to want to like shy away from being too feminine but yeah. I I'm deciding that I just need to own it like this is who I am this is the value I have to provide and like you're saying really like if that's not your jam like tune out and move on like right. and, yeah. and I'll do the same for you and like let's be super friendly because we still mutually love mm-hmm. this thing this plant and and ultimately I think people in cannabis love people like they they love the people they know through cannabis Mm -hmm. they know how it it helps people be friends or just like well so let's talk about that how much we love this shared thing and not what makes us like weirdly different yeah absolutely preach sister I love that (laughs) Thanks, guys. So let's talk about lemon haze for a second. Oh, yeah, we never, so fun. We haven't brought fun. that up on the sh- we haven't brought that yeah. up on the show yet. So yeah. that was really fun running into. You. Okay, so lemon yeah. haze. Back up. Explain Ooh. what it is. <laughs> lemon haze is an industry, a Washington cannabis industry event, where vendors can come together with bud tenders. Um, bud tenders can learn from their vendors. They can learn from the seminars, all of these different things. Put on by Leafly. But on, yeah, this year was sponsored by Leafly, um, and the idea is just to bring the industry together uh, in support. So we were all able to go mm-hmm. on yeah. to Friday. Did you go on a Thursday? I didn't. Just yeah. Friday. Yeah. Okay. Same. So fun. And we ran into each other there. Yeah, was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we so didn't know funny. we were going. We had this this uh, recording scheduled, and we didn't know that we were all going. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, actually, leads over. She's like. <laughs> that girl you were going to be next week there she is yeah, yeah. exactly no, that was funny that was great so what did you think of, of the event as, especially as a new newcomer coming into yeah. the industry what did you think about it great question yeah I was I was so happy that kind of timing worked out and I was even able to go yeah mm-hmm. as of two or weeks prior I was still looking for a butt tending job and now I've got a butt tending job and through that I could get the registration free and I have mm-hmm. this whole new uh, challenge in front of me of supporting Tacoma House of Cannabis and learning strains and so it was just like this couldn't be more perfect and then running into you girls was great (laughs) I liked it I like what Leafly has to offer I know some not everyone is like a huge Leafly fan um, and I didn't even understand their rebranding I was like why did they do all that but then like at Lemon Haze they were going into like the why they're doing this they're Mm -hmm. all about um they call it a visual language for cannabis yeah. like that is definitely buzzwordy and but like definitely someone under the influence of cannabis came up with that like yeah, it's like totally. really apt yeah. like and they're doing all the strain visualizations and um yeah i just thought it was cool and then maria uh-huh. from leafly she was giving a talk about like professionalism yeah i know i i yeah she's, she's great awesome. but she was really inspiring and she was talking so about like she started as a bud tender and now she's got the job she has and um, she's saying that 
no one can forget how important bud tenders are. Like the front lines of are important to any industry, any retail industry, but especially in cannabis because yeah. it's all about that connection. And yeah. if you have a bad experience your first time in a rec shop, like you might walk away and never come back. You're just like not a part of the market anymore. Right. No one's going to get to you. So we have to cultivate that fragile like willingness to try cannabis, not with every consumer, but with some. Mm-hmm. So she just spoke to some of that, and I thought it was yeah. really inspiring. Yeah. I was totally jazzed. Yeah. Yeah, I really she liked was a that highlight. talk. She was yeah. definitely For sure. a highlight. Yeah. I mean, just her story of finding where things needed to be fixed in the dispensary that she worked at and taking the initiative to say, hey, I see that this system is messed up. Can I fix it for you? Yeah. Um, allowed her to rise through the ranks. And uh, she now works at Leafly. I can't. I don't remember what exactly she does, but she has seems to have a good position there. She's yeah. leading these seminars. Right. Some big dog title. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. Has. yeah. So, and it's so true that there's so much wiggle room in the industry that's in, in an industry that's so new. Right. There's places for everybody. Right. And you just have to figure out how to worm your way into your place, you know? And I think as a, particularly as a woman, and not that anybody can't speak to this, but like she, and like all of us women in the in the cannabis industry, like can hit the nail on the head of, of how we need to remember the plan. Like it's about people and it's about compassion. It's ultimately about taking care of, care of others. Yes, there's business. And women are excellent at business. Yeah. Like, let me oh just throw that out there. There's a business and pricing component to all this. It's a commodity, but like, there's this deeper thing there. Yeah. And, and we should be talking about it mm-hmm. and building up people who are new to it and, and not make it like this exclusive club. So, yeah, I found that to be like cool that she represented all of the above. Yeah. 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 For real. What did you think, Riley? Oh, I was. I I'm a nerd about conventions anyway. Like yeah. turning into any industry convention, and I'm a happy camper. Like yeah. it's so weird, but you're an extrovert too, so that's good. You're an extrovert and introvert. You are. Yeah. Okay. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Turn on the taxi light. I'm sorry. Yeah. I just no. judged a book by its no. <laughs> It's the probably an alternative cover. It's also it's like a, being yeah. in this kind of setting where it's three people instead of yeah. Yeah. a room full of people, which yeah. is much more intimidating. Definitely. Yeah. Why do you like trade shows so much? I don't know. So I just like learning about <laughs> weird industry things. Like I went to the coffee SCA. The coffee association in, uh, convention, cool. and I mean, I'm in coffee, yeah. and I'm, I guess I'm like in cannabis, so it's like industries that I'm interested in. Yeah, but I just like being around people who are passionate about their thing. Yeah, yeah, you know, like it was cool to be around people who knew what you were talking about, and like what you could. I don't know. It was just cool that there was like so much knowledge in the room talking about. The same fucking thing. Yeah. yeah. It was cool. I like that. That's yeah. one thing that really impressed me about Leafly is that mm-hmm. like when you have these online platforms like the like like that, a lot of times they're just referencing other articles that they found on the internet. The guy leading that terpene seminar was referencing actual studies mm-hmm. where he was like, We can't actually confirm or deny this because the study was done on rats and we don't know how yeah. it has in humans. Like he was taking a very truthful scientific practical approach to to his answers and to the science that he was teaching which if he's writing articles for them that makes me feel really really confident in the library of content that they are creating you know to actually use them as a resource instead of them using other people as sources which you don't know what's bullshit and what's not yeah yeah 
Um, that was one thing that really impressed me about Lemon Haze was the like the level of science that they mm-hmm. brought to the to the to the show. That was great. Yeah. Yeah. I have a question for you. Yeah. You've been working you, you know the cannabis science talk that's going on out there and you've been working in the herbary. <laughs> I probably could be wording all of my questioning better. Um, how do you bridge the gap? Like most people come in and they're like, I want a sativa or an indica. Like there's, there's that conversation and then there's like all the new stuff coming out. Like how do you, how do you bring that forward in the right way? Um, I think first off, you have to read your audience and tell if they care, (laughs) which a lot of them don't. A lot of them just want something that's going to get them high and then move on with their lives. But it's really fun when you get that one customer that has like a glimmer of, oh, like they threw out a turkey or something. Yeah. You're like, oh, let me dig deeper. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of it is instead of asking, oh, do you want a sativa hybrid or an indica, you ask what effect they're looking for. Mm -hmm. At least that's been, that's been really successful for me is... You know, this might be a sativa dominant hybrid, but if you're just looking for a great body high, this is the best body high I have while still not putting you to sleep. Yeah. You know, that kind of a thing. That's great. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. That's what I do. And then, as far as the deeper cannabis science, it's like sometimes you'll be able to pull out a factoid. Like, uh, I don't know, the whole, we learned about that CBD uh, binds better to CB receptors in your digestive, in your gut, in your mm. digestive system. So... So eat CBD. Yeah. So you know, it's just it's or if somebody is asking for something to help them go to sleep or sleep through the night, but they don't want they want a CBD product. Well, unfortunately, the cannabinoid that really helps you sleep is THC, and it's you know if it's not a problem with your job, it's not necessarily something that's going to get you that high because it's a light dose. You know, so you kind of explain to them how to dose it to themselves and and what to do, but. Um, you just apply the factoid when the moment's right, and you right. just kind of learn when the, when those moments are. At least that's, right. I say you, but this is what I this is what yeah, I Yeah, no, I can definitely <laughs> pull from that. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. But I want to go back to Leafly's new cannabis guide. Okay? Yeah. That thing was actually yeah, really, was really so cool. Yeah, cool. I need um, to rev on the internet and like, yeah. look at it more. Yeah. So Leafly just redesigned their whole coding system for strains. Um, to make it so that it's more about the effect that you get, kind of like what we were just talking about, versus whether it's just a sativa hybrid or an indica. Because as the conversations are happening, people are saying that sativa hybrid and indica is a myth, you know, because of all the cross-feeding going on, basically everything is a hybrid. It's more about the levels of terpenes that are in each strain, which would inform the effect that you get, right? So... Their new system, they use shapes and colors, shapes to denote the cannabinoids and colors to denote the terpenes, which is really cool because you get this cool kaleidoscopic looking icon that uh, you can see just at a glance if it has red, blue, and yellow, you know it has, and I might get the terpenes wrong, but caridophylline, myrcene, and limonene. So it's a really easy visual cue. If this person knows that they like Happy Alert, then they probably like strains of limonene. Oh, you like Super Lemon Haze? Okay, great. You do probably like strains of limonene. Let's explore some other strains that you might like. Yeah. And then you can use that system to just say, oh, this one has limonene. Let's see if you like it. How brilliant is that? (laughs) It's so cool. I have this moment, like, when they were going through all that, and I realized, like, okay, I don't have to, like 
take scribble notes right now because all this is on their website like cool I just need to remember to use that resource and stuff but I had this moment there of like looking up at the main stage and realizing like I get to like nerd out on this. It's part of work. I'm yeah. get really high and dive in. Like I'm, I'm pretty excited. Like <laughs> that sounds really fun and like yeah, um, yeah, lots to look forward to. I think yeah, yeah. Just as a consumer, I was like, this is just so cool to help like self-diagnose what I need, mm-hmm. right. and it's pretty and it's easy to like visually look at, and it's yeah. like a different way than the traditional way of thinking thi- of things. So it's like, I just hits all the boxes. <laughs> it's so cool. Yeah. yeah. If you're a fellow cannabis nerd, please go <laughs> check out Leafly's new cannabis yeah. guide because it's very cool. It's so cool. And they're not paying us. So no, like, not me. Yeah. <laughs> but totally open to it. Leafly. Yeah, they can like, call us. Call us. Chronic yeah, yeah. No, but it, it's so cool. Yeah, well done, Leafly. Yeah. Yeah, I had a good time at that event. It yeah, was that good. was really fun. Saw a lot of vendors that we were I've worked with for a long time. Saw some good. new ones. Some of the edibles that they had sampled out there yeah. were top notch, pretty fancy. Yeah, so fancy. Dark yeah. chocolate caramel, sea salt Wave caramels, edibles. Wave, Wave edibles. Shout out Wave. Shade it. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out Wave. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And you mentioned you like Fairwinds as yes. well. That's oh, yeah. a good brand. Oh, yeah. Fairwinds, Fairwinds are awesome. Friends. Yeah. I saw Halo there. I like what they uh, do. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. I like Soulshine with the whole sustainable packaging focus. I think that's pretty important. You didn't stop by their booth. No, I didn't see that, but that's, that's <laughs> that is cool. cool. They like promote animals, too. Yeah, I didn't actually oh. talk to them, but like, I, I was just like nerding out from afar. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's nice. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Awesome. My husband works in sustainability, oh, and cool. so, like, he definitely purchases that brand when he can, and I kind of want to, like, learn through osmosis, like, what he's learning in that field, because mm-hmm. there's definitely opportunity in cannabis. Oh, my gosh. Um, and really, so any huge. industry. Yeah. yeah. And it's particularly important right now. It's, yeah. Yeah, the whole recycling packaging thing is a big talking point in cannabis right now Good. just because Ugh, there's you, so much there's so much trash that it produces but it, at the same time there's not a lot that the stores can do about it because they're true. I mean unfortunately there are laws against having open packages in the stores yeah. so you can't accept dirty packages right we can't bring it <sighs> I think the hard that's a catch 22 it is and we can like maybe that's like an education campaign that mm-hmm. I don't know who needs to run with that or just like amongst yeah. each other like we smoke weed we like to be connected let's think about connectedness to our planet like I think conscious consumers can come out of cannabis consumers and Absolutely. so it's just like think, framing it yeah. that way <laughs> yeah. incentivizing it in some way it's yeah. definitely possible somebody make this happen somebody take <laughs> yeah, up this, seriously this it's flag. been on my gosh all my friends know this. This has been on my radar for like years. Yeah. But I like cannot throw away dupe tubes and it's become like a hoarding problem. <laughs> <laughs> like my there's a box of dupe tubes in my storage unit, which I the problem <laughs> your really storage is, unit, not even in your room. Oh, you're paying to store <laughs> dupe tubes. No. It's fine. <laughs> One day I'll figure out the art project that yeah, I'm gonna do with them. them. Yeah. But today's not the day. But it's like, really the problem is to stop buying pre-rolls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they're so damn handy. They're I know. so, like, easy. Or let me, like, 
Bring my own doob doob. Yeah, right. Paper though, like why aren't, yeah. why aren't they paper? Right. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Child, it has to be child lock. Like oh. airtight. Airtight and the law. The law. Yeah, I think <laughs> the law. Well, to, Which, seal, to seal a cardboard tube though is just stickers. Well, like it's just a sticker on either side. It's more of the airtight part. Yeah. It's like how do you keep it from drying out if it's going to sit on a shelf That's for true. X number of days. It's int- there's like so many like big questions like that that needs to be solved and like I hope that the industry can work alongside lawmakers like mm-hmm. yeah like let's make policy together and I know that like a lot of times they're on competing ends with that but right. like it's mutually beneficial to everyone like this whole system works better right we sell cannabis in a better way so that we make more money mm-hmm. for tax you know taxpayer money all this stuff but there's no not working together. That's um, true. For for policy, that makes any sense. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because all I see, if they were just competing, it's just like one policy is going with this way while we're trying to like go a different way, and it's just making more problems. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. All this fucking trash that we have. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Well, now China doesn't even buy our recycling anymore. So all our, all of our recycling goes. Is into... it China's responsibility to buy our recycling? Well, no, but that's what we were doing with I our recycling. I know that's what we've been doing with our recycling, but it's not China's responsibility to deal with our trash. But the point is that so now it's not even going into the recycling anymore. It's just going into the trash. So even uh, if you take the time no, to recycle, not that, I mean, matter. I still do. But it's awful. It's it is just awful. awful and crazy. I know. So silly. Um, one, since we're talking about laws, one thing I just wanted to share with you ladies um, and, and listeners, those of us that are in Washington State, there's a home grow bill that oh. is um, up for legislative review in January. Awesome. Um, and so if, if anyone is in support of home grow, I think it's definitely like an important part of full legalization, um, contact your representatives. Mm -hmm. Um, It's called House Bill 1131. And then there's also this website uh, that you can go to learn more about the bill, homegrowwashington.com. And and basically, yeah, that's what I've done. I just emailed my two state senators, Mm -hmm. or excuse me, two state representatives and then the state senator. And like, I am now living in Tacoma and I'm a homeowner. So please won't you listen to my opinion yeah. on this, but yeah. I want home grow and, and here's why. So everybody can do that and it can be, we can generate some buzz around it. Nice. Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah. We'll definitely post some links. Yeah, link Sweet. that in the bio. Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your assistant? Yeah. That's a bop. It's Joe, <laughs> Joe Rogan's guy who like okay he, oh, he yeah. sits there on the computer and whenever they talk about something he googles it and brings it up on the screen so yeah. they can look at it together and we just really want to change. We you should sure get one. Yeah, yeah that would be convenient, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so easy on a phone, but when you're having a conversation and pulling something up, yeah. nobody's good at that. Right. Like, I I'm not I'm certainly not. Wait for it. But yeah, yeah. Right. Wait. Yeah, but Wait, then you have a Jamie. Yeah. Did, 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 did you have Jamie to do it for you? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, one day. Maybe one day. Manifest. You'll get one. Yep. Yeah. That's cool. <clears throat> Shall we quick fire? Let's do the quick fire question. Oh, man. We're also doing this game. Another new thing called quick fire questions. Me, me, me. Me, 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 me. Okay. Let's hear them. <laughs> do you want your bomb? Oh, joint for sure. Yeah, I like how how easy they are to just purchase and then like consume on the go. But the bong hit definitely feels pretty decadent yeah. right now. So yeah, depends on the setting. Mm. 
cozying in with a bong is pretty attractive. It is for really sure. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sure. getting bong right. Yeah. Like you get in your like cozy position. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Favorite strain? Um, I'm liking this Hawaiian golden pineapple right now. Um, I like anything that makes me feel chatty, like we were talking about, and energetic, and mm-hmm. I, that's how I feel right now. So. Yeah, I like yeah. that. I, I tend to leave lean sativa. Um, you know, it, it helps me feel like I want to exercise and get things done, and I'm all about getting things done. Like I'm like a to do list person. So, uh, yeah, definitely like that. Awesome, nice. Where did you smoke for the first time? Mm. I'd say in the woods. There was a lot of smoking in the woods uh, around the Tacoma area as a teenager. And there's not, like, big, expansive places. Like, there's parks, but um, maybe the woods near a parking lot kind of situation. I don't remember that specific one, but I can guarantee that it was in the woods. Nice. Near suburbia. Nice. Nice. Uh, Do you CBD? Yeah. I do, um, and I, I want to explore that a whole lot more, though. A lot of times I am smoking THC-based products, and so I have that hard time of really assessing, like, breaking apart the CBD and, and mm-hmm. THC. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's so much potential there, and I actually I got the CBD professional massage a few weeks ago, Ooh. right before I started my job, and uh, some friends got me a gift card to that, and I was like, this is seriously the most gorgeous gift ever. Like, so wow. it was awesome. So I waited for a day that I really needed it. Like, it was so rainy around here, and I was just feeling super meh, you know. Mm-hmm. And I went and got this and it was fantastic. Like, I feel like I forgot where I was. And, yes. Uh, the best, those kind of massages. The best. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, like, I, I definitely could, it was a step above with the CBD than just regular massage. Like, yeah. it's almost, it's difficult to describe, but yeah. I felt tingly and just, like, relieved. Like, real relief. Yeah. So, awesome. Yeah. That sounds so nice. I <laughs> Favorite high activity? <laughs> okay. Uh, I like to go on like walks, nature walks and hikes. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband and I like to do mushroom foraging, and so and which is like awesome in the fall. And we haven't been in a few weeks, just like haven't made it out for whatever reason. Same. But yeah, I same. really am like, okay, I gotta get out yeah. there. Like I think this weekend I'll probably go to Point Defiance Park or something near here or something. Nice. Um, but I like to do that after imbibing um, mm-hmm. for sure, and then. We're trying to watch less TV, but my husband and I watch, like, something stupid silly. Not all the time, but occasionally, like, It's Always Sunny or something. Yes. Um, While high is pretty fun experience. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's just so out there. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. All right. And last but not least. Oh, wait. No. What is your favorite thing about what you do? Oh, gosh. Second to last. Second to last. Still not least. No, that's a great question. Um, Definitely, like the connecting like uh connecting through writing that's definitely has a a different feel to it but connecting through conversation like like this right now connecting in the industry um and sometimes when we connect on like the hard parts about life it has this more meaningful component to it like Mm -hmm. you have pain i've had pain too and we both know how much that sucks but like here let's talk about how to overcome that pain like there's so yeah. much trauma and healing yeah. that mm-hmm. or a history of traumas big or small and so resultantly we need healing like a lot of us or everyone has that on some aspect so yeah. talking about those innermost things that makes us all human mm-hmm. and talking about it openly like while still scary like I really enjoy that and um 
I think it's important that more people talk openly like that. So that's my favorite thing about what I do. Nice. Awesome. That's nice. Thanks. And last but not least. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Where can we find you on oh, the internet? Thanks for asking. Or so, in real life. Yeah, I'll do both. <laughs> internet and real life. Um, so my blog, Bud and Blossom, folks can find that at budandblossom.blog. Just type that into your address bar. Um, you can also follow me on Instagram. I know that we're linked up, Chronic Gals 420 and, and Bud and Blossom. Um, it's bud underscore n underscore blossom. You can find me there. And then if you go there, you can link to the blog. Um, and then in real life, I'm bud tending at Tacoma House of Cannabis. So if you're in the Tacoma area, please come pay me a visit. I love meeting new people or seeing people that I haven't seen. Like, it'll be great. We'll have a conversation. Um, and it's right by the Tacoma Mall, South 38th and Pine. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here, ladies. This, this has so, been really so fun and nice chill. And like, it's nice to. We have so much. We all have so much in common. Yeah. So cool. I yeah. know. I was yeah. thinking the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, really great to talk to you. Thanks, guys. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I'm honored. Bye. Bye, Bye. everyone. <laughs> so we realized that we forgot to introduce ourselves in the beginning of the episode, so we're going to introduce now. I'm Riley. And I'm Ashleen. And this is the Chronic Girls Podcast. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks for listening to episode 13, 13. with Heather. Heather Dagley. She's the best. Awesome. Can't wait to see what she's doing in a few years. Yeah, she's a go-getter. She's going to get shit done. <laughs> I shouldn't be trying to eat M&M's while we're recording. (laughs) It was just Halloween. We're eating some some Halloween candy. Some of my daughter's candy. Whatever. It's fine. She's one and a half. She doesn't need it. She's cute. Thank you. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening to episode 13. (laughs) Um, If you want to find us on Instagram, we are at uh, chronicals420. Email us at chronicgals at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this episode or any other episode and you know someone else who will, we would really appreciate it if you would share it with them. Help us grow the smoke circle a little bit. Yes. And uh, thanks for listening, you guys. Yeah, we'll catch you guys next time. Oh, that's someone the, blew their nose. <laughs> <laughs> nope, the yard work is happening outside. <laughs> that was totally distracting. <laughs> well, we're going to go the l- end. blow our noses. Bye! Bong rips and pizza chips. 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 Bong rips and pizza chips.